Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Behind Her Brand. This week, I'm sitting down with Lizzie Whaley. Lizzie is the co-founder of Sunday Body, a vegan, cruelty-free, Aussie-produced body care range. In just a few short years, Lizzie has Sunday stocked with Priceline, Woolworths, Urban Outfitters, and ASOS, to name a few, and has grown a cult following online. Lizzie shared with me the inspiration behind the brand and the challenges of producing the product, keeping it all onshore, of course. Here's my chat with Lizzie Whaley. Lizzie, thanks so much for joining us this week on Behind Her Brand. You are the founder of Sunday, and I'm really excited to hear all about the brand and especially the kids' range. Can we take it back, though, to life before Sunday? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here. So life before Sunday, um, I started, I actually started my career in a call center. (laughs) I um, sort of left school and I had no idea, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, I I just knew I wanted to work. So I took a gap year, um, much to my (laughs) mum's disappointment. She just wanted me to get straight into uni and, (laughs) um, but yeah, so I took a gap year and I, I got a job answering calls for Australian super um, in their call center. So I learned a lot about super very, very early on in my, in my career. Um, And I was there for, actually I was there for like three years. So I ended up sort of taking a gap year um, and then going into uni and I did a bachelor of communications in majoring in, in public relations um, but the good thing about the call center was it allowed me to work late. So call centers sort of open till you know 8 p.m. So I'd go to uni in the morning and then go and work um, in the call center in, in the afternoon. Um, so I was sort of doing this while I was, you know, doing my PR degree or my comms degree. Um, and at that point, I I sort of decided, yep, yeah, this PR is what I want to do, and that's that's sort of where I want to take my career. Um, and I actually ended up approaching the CEO of Australian Super saying, hey, I work in your call centre. <laughs> I, I, um, I'm studying a, a Bachelor of Communications and I'd love to sort of intern in, in your PR um, department, you know, once a week or whatever it might be. Um, and so I did. And I did did do that for, I think, about eight months. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up sort of pivoting into marketing. So I got into the marketing team at Australian Super. They offered me a job. It was social media manager. It was the fund's very, very first social media manager. Um, and that sort of kick-started my career. And off I went into marketing and I never ended up doing PR. Um, and I did marketing for, oh, how, how old was I? Yeah, over 10 years. Um, so I sort of did marketing, uh, went into brand management, um, brand partnerships, so did a lot of digital. Um, and then my very last job before Sunday was um, the digital director um, at a media buying agency. So my clients were TikTok and Disney. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, and and that was that was really really great. I loved it. I loved it a lot actually. I loved it a lot. I didn't want to leave. Um, I, I thought I could do Sunday and <laughs> that role, but um, lo and behold, you can't. <laughs> so did Sunday start off as a side project? It sure did. Yeah. So it started off. Um, it, it was during lockdown actually. So my my co-founder and I, who's my one of my best friends. We had the idea in lockdown um, or just before lockdown um, and it sort of really, the brand really started to form um, throughout lockdown. And, um, yeah, we I, I thought I could sort of have it as a side hustle but sort of got to a point where we were launching and before um, we'd even turned our website on, we'd secured ranging in Woolworths and Priceline and I just sort of had to make the decision on um, you know, where I really wanted my life to go. So I had to, um, yeah, call it quits on my media buying job, which was so sad. Um, but yeah, very happy that I'm here now doing Sunday full time because there is no way I could do this. This could be a side hustle. It's just not possible. <laughs> so for those of our listeners who haven't come across Sunday, basically the concept is it looks like whipped cream, but it's a body wash. It's amazing how you have created such a strong brand, even with the language that you use, packaging. Do you think that your background in marketing held you in really good stead to create a really strong brand? I think it did. And I think sort of the, um, I guess, the main driver around a strong brand is having a really clear purpose. And I think that we were really clear on what our purpose was right from the start. Um, so it was all about igniting joy, um, mm. what can be inherently mundane or just even just everyday moments like having a shower or doing your body care. So I think for us, we were really clear on our purpose early on. Um, as we sort of started to develop the brand, COVID hit. And I think for us, particularly I'm a Victorian um, and I knew, you know, just how grim it really was. We were sort of in lockdown, nothing was open and um, we were all, I guess, forced to find joy in the mundane. You know, suddenly you were looking forward to going for a walk or cooking, um, cleaning, you know, just all these daily um, tasks that you sort of don't really give too much thought to. So that for us really solidified our purpose in terms of igniting joy in sort of everyday moments. Our, our brand was really perfectly positioned to um, address that kind of joy in the mundane. So yeah, I, I think, you know, we were clear on our purpose from the start. Um, COVID really solidified that. Um, and, yeah, now I think that's really translated to our customers because we have been really clear on what our purpose is um, and really clear in communicating that as well. Just touching on product development, what was the biggest challenge or some of the challenges that spring to mind in those initial stages of, of developing the product? Yeah, so we, so like the most obvious answer for me, which it's called me so many headaches, is fragrance. Um, so we sort of set out to develop this foam body wash. And at first, sort of, if we sort of backtrack to how it came about, you know, we spotted the, I guess, the need to reinvigorate the body wash category. You had bar soaps, you had shower gels, and you didn't really have anything else. So we briefed a formulator. She came up with, you know, the like foam. Basically, she was like, "There's only really other one other way that you can deliver a, a soap, <laughs> um, and that's in foam." So we thought, "Well, why wouldn't we try and make that 
or position it as whipped cream because that's way more fun than just a foam soap. Um, so off we went. But what we didn't realise is we needed an aerosol mechanic to sort of deliver that really whipped, um, luxurious lather that we yeah. all know and love now. So when you put fragrance um, with an in an aerosol, it really, really challenges uh, and it completely changes the fragrance. So I think it took us almost nine months to actually land on our first four fragrances. Um, the countless sort of testing meetings that we had where we'd sort of pass it all around, we'd pass the concentrate around and we'd all go, oh, my God, I love that. And then we'd send it off, put it in a sample of our whip shower foam and it would smell completely different. <laughs> and so we'd have to go back to the drawing board. So they were sort of really the challenges um, right at the start. And I guess as we started as we started to develop the brand, we realised that there were really sort of two key features or sort of USPs, and that was our packaging and the formula. So now moving forward, I guess what the challenge for us is when we're developing new products is coming up with a different delivery system or packaging or just trying to, you know, challenge the status quo in what you sort of normally associate with a body wash or, you know, a moisturiser. Um, so, so packaging, I would say, is definitely a challenge now and also formula. So, um, you know, really challenging the form and function of what we know as a body wash or know as a, as a moisturiser. So um, I think innovation is really challenging because you're sort of trying to do something different. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> they're definitely the challenges that we face, but they're fun challenges for sure. Yeah. I guess the, the bath and beauty, it is a saturated market. And you need to be innovative and the brand is, yeah, really innovative and, and exciting. You mentioned before that you got into Woolworths really quickly. So was it easier to pitch because you had such a strong point of difference? Uh, so, no, it wasn't It wasn't easy to pitch. I think certainly from being able to deliver a product that had um, sort of not been on the shelves before um, and certainly from an innovation point of view, the buyers definitely loved that part, but what they didn't love was the price point because it is a lot more expensive than your usual body wash. So I think think, think the average price of a body wash is six dollars forty one, and we ours is twenty dollars. So um, by the time we price promote, it sort of ends up around that thirteen fourteen dollar mark. But it still is you know more than double um, your average body wash. And and for the reasons that you know for us it was really important that it was Australian made. Our raw materials are from Australia. Um, and we keep as much, you know, locally as possible. It just had to be that price. Um, but it certainly wasn't easy, no, in terms of how, how do we put this product that's, you know, almost double the average body wash on shelf. And I think, again, that really came back to what we were trying to achieve and the feeling that we're trying to achieve when people pick up, you know, our, our bottle of body wash on the shelf. You know, they're excited when they pick it up. They're excited when they take it home and proud to have it on their shower shelf. Um, and even from when you pop the lid and, and press the nozzle and it sort of produces this, you know, foamy goodness, um, I think that's what we really tried to drive home to, to get the buyers on board. Tell me about expanding into the kids' range because my three-year-old loves it. It's one of the only ways we can get her to have a bath or a shower. <laughs> so that was actually the feedback that we got from our adults' range a lot, that um, our products are being used as a dangling carrot to get their kids yes. to the bath um, yeah. and that's what prompted the kids range so we never really set out to be a kids um, 
brand or even have a kids range, we always sort of our core target was females 25 to 44, um, just purely because of the price point. Um, and that was kind of the market that we were really focusing on. Um, and then we started getting so much feedback around how exactly what you said, you know, it's the only way that my kid will get into the bath. Um, so we thought, well, why wouldn't we just develop, you know, four four flavors um, that are really kid focused and the packaging's really fun with patterns. Um, and then it just sort of snowballed. Suddenly there was someone mentioned bath bombs and somebody else mentioned sponges and we were like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. So we worked really closely with Coles on that. Um, and, yeah, we were just lucky that they they were, you know, happy to range all 11 SKUs from yeah. the get-go. So you started off in COVID just with the foams. You've expanded into kids' range with bath bombs. What's next for the brand? Yeah, so we're really expanding our body care range. Um, so what we know, obviously, is that, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, the skinification, although in, into the body care space, and I think um, often the body gets left behind when you um, are doing your beauty routine. Uh, for us, it is more about bringing fun back to the body. Like I can't even think of the last time I was excited to put my moisturizer on um, or, or any sort of of those um, body care products. So for us, we're really wanting to expand into body care um, products. We've got a moisturizer coming out later this year um, and we are working on a few other products as well. Um, and then we'll also expand our kids range as well. My three-year-old will be very yeah. excited to hear that. <laughs> At It's All Her, we're all about making life simpler and better for women. How do you do this for yourself? I'm very much a routine person. I am, yeah, I love my routine and I feel really out of sorts when um, I, I sort of don't follow my routine. So for me, it's about um, my life is a lot easier when I have, when I follow a routine and I sort of set my day out and plan my day, you know, the day before. Um, so I would say probably a combination of a routine, but also preparation, I would say is, is how I'd certainly make my, my life easier. Um, and I think also saying no more often as well is, is way that I make my life easier. I'm definitely, um, I definitely get, have moments where I get really excited and go, yeah, I'll go to that lunch or I'll do this and oh yeah, I'll come to that meeting. But I think for me, I've really had to learn the art of saying no more often just to free up a bit more space in my life, especially when you're running a business, as you'd know, it's, it's, um, you're pretty time poor. Um, so yeah, preparation routine. And I think, yeah, saying no more often is how I make my life easier. Not agree more. Lizzie, thank you so much for joining us on Behind Her Brand this week. All the links will be in our show notes and can't wait to see what Sunday brings out next. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Behind Her Brand by It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen and I will be back in your ears very soon.